Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I just walked through the newsroom where Alex usually gives me some sort of pep thing before I walk in. <laughs> Clear eye, full hearts, we can't lose. <laughs> nice. It's like uh, coming out of the locker room at Notre Dame, right? Where they exactly. have the famous quotes. <laughs> Live from Studio C. Uh, C, senior. It's uh, like Ted Lasso, right? Yeah, the exactly. Lee. Exactly. Ted Lasso. Uh, dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on Little Friday. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Got to go serious on you this morning. Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, Ali Reisman, the gymnasts who testified before Congress yesterday about the horrific abuse they suffered and the perhaps even more horrific miscarriage of justice within the FBI. Nice job, FBI. Really good job. Holy crap. Child rape, I don't know. I got a lot of paper on my desk. And and it's a very powerful organization. And this is an actual true fact. And I'm applying for a job with USA Gymnastics when I leave the bureau, so I don't want to stir up any dust. Yeah, that's a new nugget I hadn't heard. So I was wondering this. Who's a worse human being? The person who's raping little girls or the person who knows someone's raping little girls is of, you know, sound mind and body, but for career reasons, lets it go. I would say they're just different kinds of horrible. Well, I don't know. Um, The rapist, you know, I'm fine with executing him today. It's not like I think he's fine. I think his brain doesn't work. He's 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 a monster. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, he's malformed. If you're just a bureaucrat who wants to keep their job or not have to fill out paperwork, and you allow kids to be raped, whoa, whoa, that is rough. Yeah. That is a certain sort of human being. Well, and to skip to the end of the thing, the uh, career prosecutor, several of them have looked at the deal and concluded there are really no charges to be brought against the FBI agents who, who essentially turned a blind eye or slow walked or just let the, the case of the child rape disappear into their stack of paperwork. It's, it's, it's another brutal day for the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Yeah, I, yeah. And then uh, Ray, the current guy in charge, got to do what happens with every one of these organizations all the time. Well, that was, you know, before my time here. But now that I'm in charge, you know, we're not going to put up with that sort of thing, which is always what happens. And, you know, just it turns out just like two weeks ago, uh, one of the people in charge resigned. Um, So that guy is gone. No longer with the FBI. All right. Got to got to retire with their pension and everything that goes with it and probably move into another job where they use their FBI background as the as the qualification for a good salary someplace. Oh, unquestionably. Absolutely. You know, there's an old expression in Washington, D.C. It's as clever as it is galling. What you do is you blame a building. You say there are real failings at the Department of XYZ, and we're, we're going to clean that up. And, and now I'm the new sheriff in town, as you're describing. So the building gets the blame. What are you going to do, throw a brick through a window to punish it? Yeah, it's sickening. And I, I was saying yesterday toward the end of the show, I think I've become a nihilist. I just, 
I, I don't see how you believe any of our institutions work or are going to get any better. I mean, where's your evidence of that? We actually got an email saying uh, the uh, the VA has done a pretty good job of reforming and getting better than I it was. I hope is, that's true. I do. I do. It's uh, Perhaps it's the exception that proves the rule, which is an odd expression, one I've never fully grasped. I but. hope that's really true. I've got a friend who's a doctor who spent his entire career there, and for years and years and years the VA was trying to tell people how awful they were, and nobody cared. So Right, right. Right, indeed. Uh, I would say you're more of a cynic than a nihilist. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. What a compliment. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's just, uh, yeah. I I don't expect the, I'm sure there are plenty of FBI agents that are good people and everything like that, but just as an organization, I don't expect them to do the right thing. I'd expect the opposite. We, right. There are many thousands of great FBI agents who've done amazing work on, you know, organized crime and, and, and human trafficking, sex slavery, that sort of thing. Uh, just that one, that one office and a couple of guys did a horrific job. But the, uh, the thing that I've learned from being on the show and talking about all this stuff that I'll never forget, and it just, it should be a, a high school class everyone has to take. There's something about bureaucracies that make people do evil things. Yes. The idea of a bureaucracy might be evil on its own. If I was going to start my life over, I might dedicate my life to studying that and like writing papers and giving lectures about bureaucracies because they clearly have the potential for evil. Yes, or at the very least, they have the potential to stamp out any good and they just become a self-serving money pit. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I know. I know. There's one more thing I wanted to say about that. The FBI's. Oh, oh, you know, it relates to what I've said about the police and the military. And to my conservative brethren in cistern, respect is not worship. Don't let respect turn into worship, because if you worship, the you, you enhance, you, you fertilize. The chance of uh, an organization or a bureaucracy or a you know a group of humans to become evil, if if you worship them and stop demanding accountability and and excellence from them, they will turn sour. It's just the way humans are made. I was happy to see um, uh, Jake Tapper at least on CNN led with the story and with the focus on the FBI. And you know, since the FBI was kind of on the other side of the Trump thing. I was, uh, you know, hoping that that your your CNNs and MSNBCs, Washington Posts, or whatever would not give the FBI a pass, and it looks like they didn't. With the focus on the FBI, which I I'm fine with, people like that Nasser creepo, who again I'm fine with executing today. I could do it myself and sleep like a baby. It's oh, not, let me, let me. But those people have always existed, always will exist. There's something freaking wrong with them. They need to be culled from the herd. Yes, but you gotta have good guys who 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 put a stop to these people. And so I'm all for the emphasis being on how did the FBI and of course the people that worked within uh, U.S. gymnastics let this go on? And that's what the little girls were angry about and crying about yesterday. And we'll we'll play clips of that later in the show. Uh, yeah, they, well, they were little girls at the time. They're grown women now. But uh, yeah, let's uh, we're going to play their testimony for you um, uh, just after the bottom of the hour. And, and it's powerful and it is a stinging indictment. Uh, so hang around for that. I know it's serious and it's kind of a downer, but it is it, it's one of the more 
horribly astounding things I've ever heard. Another story I want to get to the details of if you haven't heard it. I hired you to shoot me and you missed. You had one job. Have you been following that story? I tell you what. Oh, my God. You can handle the latest chapter. I have been obsessed with that story for months. Oh, wow. I can give you chapter and verse. It it is craziness. Craziness piled upon craziness. Yeah, it's an interesting story. And the latest chapter, you're right. I hired you to shoot me. You graze my head. What did what did I pay you for? You had one job. <laughs> Have you considered being good at your job? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it's not a hilarious story, but that's kind of a hilarious tidbit about it. Um, how does mailbag look before we move on? Outstanding. Oh, Seriously. cool. One of the finer days we've had of late. Catch up on a number of stories. Uh, it's Thursday, so some economic numbers are coming out we ought to know about and all that oh, stuff. Oh, oh, we need to update everybody on the uncomfortable Trinidadian. The swollen, testicled friend of a friend of the brother of Nicki Minaj. Yes, Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's testicles. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the very government of Trinidad has addressed the testicles. Which is hilarious. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> We've got all that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. We are essentially giving Australia nuclear submarines to try to balance against China, which is something. Also, uh, the Toy Hall of Fame has its new inductees out. I feel like that comes out once a month, but and they yeah, tell no me it's, they tell me it's once a year. Huh? But the list Just... of toys this year will fill you with nostalgia. Excellent, excellent. Uh, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. And uh, coincidentally, <laughs> excuse me, this was sent along by Roy. Roy, thanks. Uh, well done. Uh, we are going to touch on some of the crazy stuff that's being taught in schools these days. It's just that y- y'all have done a great job of sending some of it along or uh, news stories. Um, but Thomas Jefferson said, The cornerstone of democracy rests on the foundation of an educated electorate. And the fact that we are deliberately not educating but indoctrinating and twisting the minds of kids these days is, uh, well, I think TJ could tell you where that's headed. Yeah. I don't like our chances there. Well, and he also wrote a letter to old uh, Charles Yancey in 1816 in which he said, If a nation expects to be ignorant and free in a state of civilization, it expects what never was and never will be. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, TJ, from beyond the grave. Cautionary words. Mailbag. Woo-hoo. First of all, thank you, Douglas, very much for sending along <laughs> a picture from a news story about a uh, carefully reconstructed Neanderthal uh, from his skull. They constructed what his face would look like, hmm. and uh, he has it next to a picture of me, and it's as separated at birth. Well, I do have a great deal of Neanderthal DNA in me. And scientists believe that is often expressed with a broader nose, check, a prominent brow, check, and a head the size of a college mascot, check. Uh, what does a Neanderthal look like if you're going to, does it look like me? Any, okay, that's like you. <laughs> well, just, yeah, you're kind of, how would I describe this? Kind of Joe-like. Okay, there you go. 
Yeah, there is really quite a resemblance. How odd. Anyway, I'm proud of my Neanderthal heritage. Hmm. And I, I'm, I'm the minority here. You homo sapiens, you drove us out of existence, for goodness sakes. You want to talk about colonizing and the rest of it. Homo sapiens privilege, please. Perhaps the first genocide. I was just reading about that. Is that right? Interesting. So many theories on uh, why my peeps disappeared. But uh, I, I'm here to carry on bravely. Oh, let's see. Oh, my gosh, this is interesting. Uh, Marty went looking for Norm MacDonald's book after we recommended it repeatedly. On Amazon, evidently it's out of print or something because uh, they're running $500 a pop. Well, I, got, I got one. I, I, I'll sell mine. I think I have yeah. a hard copy in the office. Yeah, you know, I, I got to put mine on eBay. I don't, I'll, I'm going to reread it first, though, because it's really good. But uh, Anyway, uh, onto the correspondence proper. Uh, George writes on your Monday show, you asked the question, actually, I think it was more recently than that, but it doesn't matter. How much tax is enough when taxing the rich? My answer, how about the same rate that I pay? Without benefit of tax avoidance items built into the tax code, my tax rate is more than, quote, unquote, the rich. The problem with the flat tax, why would the wealthy contribute to any political campaigns if there's nothing in it for them? Without benefit of a large campaign war chest to get elected, how can a politician keep their job and enrich themselves? Money drives all politics. Give me yours so I can get reelected, and I'll make sure you get to keep more of your money and other people's, too, even if the country suffers. It's a pretty good description of politics and the way it works. We could... You know, you give me a week and a hand-picked panel of, say, five people. I could reform the tax code of the United States of America in a way that would make it many times more just and fair. But nobody wants that in D.C. It's the last thing they want. Uh, Moving along. Uh, on the question of whether showing up on time, following directions, and maintaining some decorum in decorum in school is white supremacy, because that was who who was claiming that? Um, I can't remember. Some professor somewhere was claiming that that's white supremacy. Uh, we got this note from Frank. I lived, worked, and taught in China for 41 years, sitting quietly, showing up on time, following directions, completing assignments, respecting teachers, trying hard, etc., are all hallmarks of Confucian culture shared by many countries in East Asia. Last time I checked, nobody thinks Confucian culture was created by white people. Many other non-Confucian, non-white cultures also share those same values. I'm guessing, uh, based on the way the kids do when they come here, I'm guessing India has a lot of that. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, uh, good point. The idea that working hard, individualism, conscientiousness, showing up on time is white supremacy is A, idiotically inaccurate, and B, incredibly insulting to people of color. What's the and, African country that uh, people come here from there and do fantastic all the time? Oh, lots. I mean, Nigeria. Nigeria, yeah, a lot source. of those examples. I'll bet, and especially interesting, given those are black population. <laughs> I have well, it's a, a soul trying to escape. I have cold-like symptoms, so I hope it's not the COVID. Um, yeah, this, since those are black populations and those people come here and do incredibly well, I'm guessing they use a lot of the white supremacy tacts of uh, paying attention and getting their assignments done and that sort of thing. Well, the social justice warrior crowd would claim that they were uh, they were colonized 
by white folks, you know, in the age of colonization, and that we infected their much more beautiful and worthwhile culture with our evil white supremacy. But again, not only is that factually incorrect, it's stupid and incredibly insulting, but... He says, promoting our fabulous extra-large podcast with Peter Bogosian at armstrongandgetty.com. If you so much as express, probably more politely than I did, that point of view that I just expressed, you'll be run off a college campus. You can't even express doubt about their dogma. Anyway, check out the podcast. We think you'll enjoy it. How about this from Matt? Joe came up with a genius idea. The Republicans need to introduce a bill that states you need to be vaccinated in order to get government benefits. Hey, now. See what the Democrats think about mandates after that. Good one. That is some pretty good triangulation. Yes, it Or is. judo or something or other. Takes yeah, one to know one. I don't know what it is, but that's a good one. Exactly. It's good for the goose. Uh, hey, guys, just heard the unrecalled one. That would be Greasy Gav Newsom say, we need to stiffen our spines and lean in. Physically, if you did this, you would fall forward onto your face. <laughs> Humor aside, lonely conservatives cannot save the state. The left is one. They will double down on authoritarianism in the capital, universities, mayoral offices of big cities, etc. And then uh, Mary suggests move to a reddish state that's turning blue to counteract it. Texas, Wisconsin, Montana, Michigan, Minnesota, South Carolina. Cali is hypnotic, but the cell can be broken. When you move to a place where people are nice, you can afford life and your lungs aren't assaulted by smoke and your eyes by bums and junkies. <laughs> Good stuff. There you go. Vote with your feet. If you miss an hour, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The FBI first heard of the allegations that this Nasser creepo was abusing these girls in the summer of 2015. It was the fall of 2016 when they started investigating. In that period in between, where for some reason they sat on it, they believe Nasser abused 70 more young people. 70 people who will never be the same. It's just unbelievable. While the organization for which they labored, USA Gymnastics, the U.S. Olympic Committee, the FBI, all just meh, shrugged their shoulders, thought, wow, that'd be uncomfortable to uncover. I thought, Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think so. Come on. It's just astonishing and disappointing and sickening and the rest of it. So three of the gymnasts, and, and you've probably seen them on TV, you know their names, uh, Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, and Allie Reisman uh, were testifying in front of Congress yesterday, and we're going to play you some of their testimony. Um, let's start with uh, uh, oh, one note on Simone Biles. And uh, during that whole weird period during the Olympics where she pulled out of event after event, and uh, the mainstream media was calling her so brave, so brave for being honest about mental health and the rest of it, it, it was weird, and there was it was a non sequitur. Uh, Saying I don't have it anymore um, is not being brave. Um, Now she's saying, she's out and saying, uh, I expected to compete in 2020 and be done. 
not 2021. And to have to go back to the grindstone, as it were, and work and train and live with the trauma, blah, 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 for one more year. The reason I did it is I wanted to be high profile enough still that when we testified before Congress, it would make a, a splash. Now, if that's true, if that was her mission, I don't know how the mainstream media would have known that. And if they did, they would have said so. I'd think. But if that was truly what she was about, and that's why she hung on till 2021, that's uh, pretty damn admirable. Anyway, um, let's start with Simone Biles, uh, clip 60. To be clear. Sorry. Take your time. To be clear, I blame Larry Nassar, and I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. USA Gymnastics and the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee Committee knew that I was abused by their official team doctor long before I was ever made aware of their knowledge. So they knew it and sat on it. Okay. Lovely. Here's Michaela Maroney in 61. If they're not going to protect me, I want to know who are they trying to protect? What's even more upsetting to me is that we, now, we know that these FBI agents have committed an obvious crime. They falsified my statement, and that is illegal in itself. Yet no recourse has been taken against them. The Department of Justice refused to prosecute these individuals. And, Why? And that is a known fact, because the FBI director referred to that. You had FBI agents... Not only sitting on the case, which is unconscionable, but when you take that next step to falsifying, changing stuff in documents to try to cover your ass, that's, oh my God. That's not a crime? We can't prosecute that? Uh, There are more details to her story, but I think she may hit them in this next clip. This was very clear, cookie-cutter pedophilia and abuse. And this is important because I told the FBI all of this. And they chose to falsify my report and to not only minimize my abuse, but silence me yet again. She badgered the FBI. This guy is molesting me. I need to make a statement. And and they ignored her for ages. Then they finally took her statement, then sat on it and did nothing with it. And then when the heat came down, as Jack mentioned, they falsified what was in that. I mean, that is, and it's, we're not talking about, you know, somebody who's selling unlicensed cigarettes across state lines. We're talking about child rape. And as we mentioned earlier, there is one FBI agent that it turns out uh, was applying for a job with U.S. Gymnastics. So that may have played a role in not wanting to rock the boat, which is also unconscionable. Yeah, talking to him about a post-retirement gig. And so, you know, he wasn't going to stir up any trouble. It, it sounded like a meal ticket. Fabulous. Uh, here's Allie Reisman. It is crazy for me to try to wrap my head around. All we are asking for is that when a child goes into gymnastics or goes to school or does anything, that they can be spared abuse. And the fact that we've been treated like adversaries by so many organizations and our abuse has been diminished. We've been victim shamed online over and over again. We've been gaslit. We've been made to feel that we don't matter. I never want another child to feel that way again. Uh, Let uh, Allie Reisman continue, Michael. Special agent in charge of investigating Nasser met Steve Penny for beers to discuss job opportunities in the Olympic movement. 
another FBI agent work with Steve Penny to determine jurisdiction without interviewing the survivors. I've watched multiple high-ranking officials at USAG, USOPC, and FBI resign or retire without explanation of how they may have contributed to the problem, some of whom were publicly thanked for their service and rewarded with severance or bonus money. And then FBI Director Christopher Wray can come out and say, as he said yesterday, he's deeply and profoundly sorry. I'm sure he is. I don't doubt him there. And that they're, you know, taking steps to make sure this sort of thing can't happen again. But I don't believe it. I just, I don't believe it. Why would those women believe it? It's just so freaking frustrating. Nobody, whether it's Afghanistan or, pick your topic, nobody ever pays a price for either sucking at their job or criminally sucking at their job. Like, you know, uh, consciously, knowingly sucking at your job. Nobody ever pays a price for it. Right. Yep. So Michaela Maroney, who we heard from, offered details of being sexually assaulted by Nasser, including an incident in Japan 10 years ago when she was 15 years old. She thought he would kill her. That evening, she says, quote, I was naked, completely alone with him on top of me, molesting me for hours. Why didn't she report this? Oh, that's right. She did. She did. Simone Biles did. Allie Reisman did. Over and over and over. Uh, the, the gals testified about their experiences condemning the FBI and the sports overseers for letting Nasser continue to see patients even after authorities had been told what he was doing. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin said the FBI's handling of the Nasser case is a stain on the bureau, clearly. Also, Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal described the FBI investigations as a systemic failure. Yeah, but I think yesterday was probably the high mark for scolding the FBI, and this will just go away and we'll move on down the road. And is there anybody that paid a price for this other than Nasser himself? Did anybody lose any money or spend any time in jail? Anybody? I mean, people had to leave their jobs, but whatever. Right. Not no, not jail. The guy was just forced out of his job. Um, what was the uh, yeah? Christopher Ray, to his credit, I guess. Although you know, talk is cheap. Said on no planet is what happened in this case acceptable. We're going to make damn sure everyone at the FBI remembers what happened here in heartbreaking detail. We need to remember the pain that occurred when our folks failed to do their jobs. I pray that he is sincere. Yeah, and, but- and effective. Well, I heard, God, I wish I remember who it was. It was one of your congressmen. There's so many. Saying yesterday, um, I'll try to dig it up because it was a damn good quote. Uh, it was one of your politicians saying, look, other FBI agents can, you know, quoting Ray there, other FBI agents can look at this and say, nothing really happens if you do this. So how afraid are you going to be of either screwing up or doing something like this on purpose, which it seems some of these people did? afraid you're going to be the worst case scenario is you have to retire big deal well, well and i would like to know in some sort of joe getty star chamber court by the way that's one guy one guy retired one right. guy and exactly that's, and that's what the media and the fbi is happy to see jake tapper tapper angry about that not taking the 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 press release from the fbi like that's a big deal because other people are reporting and now an agent has been uh suspended or retired or whatever it is but one guy retired i'm guessing probably with his pension and everything that goes along with it one guy 
How many people were involved in this? Well, you read my mind. What I was going to bring up is you have the people who are directly involved, and there's a a hot, hot place in hell, or I wish there were, for them. Then how many people were aware of the negligent job that was being done and and were like, wow, that's really weird. They're not pursuing that more. They knew about it. They were one step removed, but they were fully knowledgeable about what was going on and they didn't say anything. Or at least they didn't say enough to be effective. It's just sickening. If you think this is uh, uh, like a shot across the bow of anybody out there in a bureaucracy who would uh, do ill, it's the opposite. What we've learned over the years is it really doesn't matter how big the scandal is, because if child rape doesn't make the cut, I don't know what would. It doesn't matter how big the scandal is. All you need to do is come up with one person who leaves their job or is transferred to another department, and everybody's okay. Well, we're done with that. I guess we showed them, and we move on. We've seen it over and over and over again. So if one person loses their job, and it might not even be lose their employment. Sometimes they just go to a different department. But th- that's all you need for the, the world of the media and Congress to move on. Right. He's been transferred. We took care of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to suggest. Vote for smaller government. Understand the way bureaucracies work. Don't put your faith in them. Reject the idea that a creation of a new one or, or the growth of an old one is going to make us uh, closer, get us closer to a utopia. Other than that, I don't know. Just frustrating. I'm better off than this guy in Canada. You see this McDonald's drive-thru? I don't know if yeah. you've ever done this before. He dropped his uh, credit card on the ground as he's trying to pay. I've done that before, oh. like dropped a, some change or something like that. I have, yeah. He reaches out to grab it. His oh, car Lord. rolls forward. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And squishes him between the, the door and the frame. Grr. Grr. Mm. Unpleasant he, for uh, him, his family, and I'm guessing the drive-thru person. Um, I mean, is he like? Uh, we'll give t- you that one for free next. Dead squished or? Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh lord, that's yeah. a rough day. That is. Just was that intended to, to cheer us up? Just trying to get a little a, uh, McDonald's breakfast. Just you're trying to get a little egg McMuffin. It just goes to show you. I don't know what it goes to show you. <laughs> oh my god, that's awful. Put your car in park that before is. you reach out of it. I don't know what the point of that story well, was. Why did you bring that up? I don't up? know. What kind we of go from child molesters and the failings of government to a man who's killed tragically. You, I just, I, I, uh, am I allowed to resign? I got to find a contract. I where need is it? to be. I should be transferred to another department. Put me I'm, in accounting where I can't do any more harm. I like to disassociate myself. I disavow. I disavow. Uh, Toy Hall of Fame nominees are out. And That's the a good craziest. One. Soap opera, murder, mystery thing. I mean, if you read it in a novel, you'd think this is too much. But it's real life. I've been following it for months. Uh, There's a bizarre new development in the case. We'll tell you about that. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. man in England recently claimed he had a McDonald's sandwich with a pig nipple in it. Even more disturbing, it was a filet of fish. <laughs> yeah, the story is a British man claims he found a piece of bacon with a nipple on it in his McDonald's bacon roll. I'm just trying to think if that's the first time I've ever heard the phrase pig nipple in my entire life. That's a heck of a band, man. They rock. Yeah. 
or or like that's the nickname of the bass player for the band. But they're only playing now for people who show vaccination cards. So I don't know. Uh, see, I don't. If I'm vaccinated, what do I care I, anyway? I feel like pig nipples gone corporate. <laughs> um, he says he's now going to become a vegan because of the revolting discovery. So turned him off meat forever. Oh, not sure how that happened. I don't think that would turn me off pork. Number one, I love it so. And number two, I'm aware it's an animule. I'm fine. I've processed that. Next hour, we ought to get to a little bit of the economic news that has come out. Uh, a little fallout from the Bob Woodward book, where we are on that whole story. It's getting more confusing as you got pretty solid sources saying, yes, that did happen. And no, it didn't at all. So I don't know what to do with that information. Uh, once a month, it seems like, the National Toy Hall of Fame announces its finalists for the year's inductees. So they've got 12 toys that are finalists for the National Toy Hall of Fame. Only three will take their honored place in, a, oh. in the Hall of Fame that nobody has ever visited nor knows where it is. Wow, that's uh, that's tight. Only three of the 12. Have you ever heard of an actual human being who's been to the National Toy Hall of Fame? Uh, I can't say as I have. No, <laughs> no I can't either. Is it, is it actually even exist? I don't it's know. It's rare as a pig's nipple. Um, so some, some of the, then and it's always a stretch. I mean, they have some things that are clearly toys. Uh, by the way, this list includes the world. They believe the world's oldest toy made ah. the finalist. And I don't know how it just now getting into the finalist, but yeah, wait a minute. But like cabbage patch kids, clearly a toy, clearly a phenomenon. You know, if you're going to have a hall of fame for toys, how does cabbage patch kids, which came out in 1979, uh, and then just exploded in 1983 was their heyday. So if you're of the right age, that was a big deal for you. Um, but that's clearly. But then they have this billiards. Billiards is a billiards. toy. It's a game. What would you like for Christmas, Jimmy? I would like billiards. <laughs> oh, Billy or Jimmy or whatever your name was. <laughs> I really like to play snooker. But then this is a toy I played with myself. And my kids played with. Could have used the same one if my parents had hung on to it. The Fisher-Price corn popper that the kids push oh, around yes. on the floor. Please. I used to rest it away from my children so I could push it around and <laughs> watch it pop. Loved it. I got to hang on to the one we've got. Then, I guess because they want to be inclusive, Mohong makes the list. I get, it's some game that was popular in China, and they say uh, Asian populations play in the United States. May, and that may be true. I just am not familiar with okay. Mohong, Mahjong. Oh, Mahjong? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, Mahjong. Okay, I've yeah. never played it. My wife but, plays that. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, it's very multicultural over. Listen, look at this as a toy. <laughs> is this a toy? Pinata. Uh, um, that's an amusement. Also yeah. on the list, well, again, Jimmy, what would you like for Christmas? I want a pinata. Nobody has ever said that. Well, wait a minute. Jimmy, what do you want for your birthday? Billiards. No, no wrong answer, son. You want a pinata. I want mojong, mahong, mohong. I want that game. I want to beat a donkey until it busts open and gives everyone candy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Masters of the Universe toys were a little after my, uh, like, playing with little toys period. Uh, so it was in the late 80s, but those were huge, I know, for young. The Lord kids. Almighty is the master of the universe, Jack. I will truck no uh, blasphemy. Which includes the iconic He-Man. Here is the, uh, and then there's a couple of games that we, uh, I certainly played, boys played back in the day. Risk, huge. Loved it. Huge. Battleship. My kids play Battleship. We play Battleship now. 
risky. Battleship finished many games of that. Risk started many games yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Monopoly, nobody's ever finished a game of Risk. The oldest toy they think of all time could go into the Hall of Fame. The Rock. S- sand. Very close. S- sand. 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 And that's one of my kids. I don't know if, again, what do you want for Christmas? Sand. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a weird little kid, Jimmy. <laughs> Probably but shouldn't say that. I don't know how many truckloads of sand I've gotten for my kids over the years. They've kind of grown past that now. But, man, getting a load of sand and bringing it home, they would have so much fun with that for so long. Who among us has not spent hours, days, maybe weeks of our lives in a sandbox or on the beach building sandcastles? Or cleaning up the sand that your kids have tracked into the house with their shoes and their cuffs of their pants, having played in the sand. Also, and then this one's just... Well, and hey, golfers, please. Your sand traps. Also on the list for the Toy Hall of Fame, the toy fire engine. Okay, that's kind of a concept, really, than more than a specific toy, but I guess... Yeah, yeah, it's a classic, though. Anyway, has anybody ever actually been to the Toy Hall of Fame? I don't believe that you have. I don't believe it actually exists. Is it a physical structure? I mean, I does know. it... You don't know? You can't be bothered to look? No, I'd have to Google it. What am I? John Henry over here? I got other things to do. Sure, I understand. <laughs> so one of the weirdest crimes you're going to tell us about? Oh, an incredible uh, murder mystery story that just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Plus, what happens if you give a creature everything it needs? In a whole society of creatures, you fulfill all their needs. Well, I'll give you a hint. Lots of cannibalism followed by an apocalypse. Wow. We'll tell you about a famous experiment with Mises. Latest financial numbers, consumer buying, inflation, that sort of stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty.